Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the Saints Against Islam's Assault on North America. Well, welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. This is Tom Wallace. Well, today I want to share with you some responses that we should give when we have uh, people who are trying to defend the religion of Islam as a religion of peace. I tell you, I marvel over how many so-called Christians are quick to run to the defense of Islam. Um, you know, I, I tell you, you know, when we get into these discussions about Islam, is it a religion of peace? Is it a religion of the sword? And you get into this debate, and the you know people who are quick to defend and speak out on the side of Islam, oftentimes are the so-called Christians. And I don't get it. I really don't. I, I mean, is it? Can it really, truly be that there are so many uh, so-called Christians and even preachers, pastors out there who are so ignorant? And, uh, you know, to, to the teaching of Islam, are they really that gullible? Can they not see what's before their eyes? Are they really that naive? And I guess some are. Some of them really are. And I tell you, some of them want to lay out some arguments for their case. The ecumenical movement has been rife and been growing in the circles of Christianity for a number of years. And now it's outgrown the unifying of the faith, the different divisions of doctrines within the Christian ranks. And isn't it interesting that, you know, the, the, these things have always been with us. And I guess they always will be. But now we're seeing this global unification and ecumenicalism of faiths, these multi-faith uh, types, trying to bring us all together, that, you know, in a sense, all roads lead to heaven. And I, I'm just wondering, how do they deal with the passage in the Bible where Jesus clearly says that I am the way, the truth, and the life? I, you know, I'm the way to heaven. I'm the truth, and I'm the one that has the life. No man cometh to the Father yet by me. And this is the Jesus of the Bible that's speaking, Jesus who five times was accused of blasphemy because he was communicating that he was God. And this is the same Jesus who the Bible tells us laid down his life, shed his blood for the atonement of man's sin, and was resurrected again and is now sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven, ever interceding for us. This is not the same Jesus of the Muslims. And how in the world can these so-called self-proclaimed Christians claim that, you know, that we are worshiping the same Jesus and that we have the same God? Are they that ignorant? of the God of the Quran, who is the capricious one, who not only can change his mind, he can change his very nature. 
And comparing that to the God of the Bible, who uh, God says, I, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is immutable. He never changes. His word never changes. How can you compare these two gods? The God of Islam has no son, for Allah hath no son. God is not a father, and God is not a son. Blasphemy to suggest anything different. But the God of the Bible, uh, the Jesus of the Bible, is, is not only the Son of God. The Bible tells us that he is also God the Father. And so how can you reconcile these things? How are these groups so naive? I, I just don't understand it. The ecumenical movement wants to uh, throw away doctrine and make truth whatever is relative to yourself. This is that emergent truth, uh, emergent church group types and, and all this, you know, the, the doctrine, all the, you know, doctrine divides. But I'm sorry, but that's what the Bible gives us. The Bible gives us doctrine. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Um, I, it, it just boggles my mind. I'm in the middle of, you know, and I get into this from time to time. We'll publish something, a statement about Islam, and it seems like the phone calls, the emails, and the criticisms we get is not from Muslims. <laughs> it's, it's mainly from the so-called uh, Christian groups. And these are groups that are uh, big into the ecumenical movement. And dare we criticize or show any kind of disagreement with Islam? And again, folks, please, let's be very clear here. You, we, we make a difference because there is a difference between the Muslim and Islam. I don't blame Muslims. I don't attack Muslims. We never attack Muslims. We have great compassion for Muslims here at Fortress of Faith. A great part of our ministry is the evangelism of Muslims to bring them to the saving knowledge of the Holy Scriptures, of the Bible, of the message of Jesus Christ who died for their sins, who laid down his life so that they could have remission of their sins, just like any person in this world, Muslim or non-Muslim, uh, the Lord provided the blood sacrifice for all that are in the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life and so god's atonement is made his gift has been made available if they would repent and accept and humble themselves and admit their sins and cry out to jesus christ and accept his gift of paying the debt for their sin that they too could be saved and the reasons why Muslims go to hell is not because they're Muslim, it's because they've rejected Jesus Christ. And the reason they reject Jesus Christ is because of Islam. Islam is the root, my friends, of the problem here. And so, please understand, this is not about the Muslim. The Muslim does what he does because of Islam. Islam is the root, and that is the thing that we're challenging. And it's only fair to do so. And I'll tell you why. Islam has the burden of proof 
upon them to, you know, to lay out their case that they are the genuine religion. They're the Johnny-come-latelys here, folks. They came 600 years after Christ. Muhammad claimed these revelations came from God, the same God of the Bible. But these revelations are, they counter the earlier revelations. They're not in agreement here. And the Lord told us in Galatians chapter 1, verse 6, that if any man, uh, that, that if an apostle or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. It's not of God. We were warned that there would be false prophets and false teaching. And 600 years later, a man who claims that he gets these revelations from God, from an angel, the angel Gabriel, which, by the way, it may surprise you to learn this. In the record, in Muhammad's biography, it's known as the Sirah. This is part of the Islamic source for their doctrines. Muslims will turn to the Quran as the words of their God, Allah. Then they turn to the words of their prophet, Muhammad, in the Hadith and the Sirah. And in the Sirah, it says, I believe on page 156, it says that uh, when Muhammad first met this spirit, this jinn, the Arabic word is jinn, jinn could be an angel, it could be a demon, that the prophet Muhammad thought he was becoming demon-possessed. And he said, never shall the Quraysh say this of me. I shall go to the top of the mountain and cast myself off and find rest. He thought he was demon-possessed. And it was his wife, Khadija, that later persuaded him, no, it wasn't a demon, it was the angel Gabriel. So the great prophet Muhammad couldn't even discern for himself. His earliest discernment is that it was a demon and that he was demon-possessed. And he planned, and he was attempting to commit suicide. And all the revelations of the Quran come allegedly from this jinn, except for one passage. In chapter 9, it's called the uh, Satanic Verses. There's one verse there that Muhammad gave, um, he acquiesced to the desires of his uh, polytheist friends and allowed three deities, three female deities, to be mentioned. And then his faithful was saying, what are you doing? I, we don't understand. You told us that there was only one God, that all these other gods are false gods. And uh, so he was getting it from both ends. The polytheists, the Mushkaroons, wanted uh, Muhammad to acquiesce to their desires and allow more deities into his religion. And he did so by permitting this one verse. But then the faithful, those who he had already converted to monotheism, complained. And so how did Muhammad deal with this? How did he address the problem? He, he admitted, he said, oh, I, the, the devil tricked me. I, I, I somehow got this revelation from the devil. I thought it was the angel Gabriel. I thought it was God uh, re relaying this information to me. But it was the devil he tricked me. You know, the Bible tells us that for a prophet, to be a prophet of God, he has to be 100% correct. And if he's not 100% correct, the law is very clear. He's to be killed. He's to be treated as a false prophet. And so Islam has a duty to lay out its case. And quite frankly, every time they do, they come up wanting, desperately wanting. 
And the reason for it is that it's a man-made religion with demonic influences. Muhammad was right. The jinn that was giving him these revelations wasn't the angel of heaven. If it was, it would be consistent with the message that was given earlier. But it's not. And the evidence is quite clear. And so I say to all of those apologists for Islam, the so-called Christians out there, and, and you know what, you want to challenge my Christian faith, but the problem is, is that, that I have the scriptures on my side, and you don't. And I also have the knowledge and, and great depths of study into the doctrines of Islam, and I don't take things out of context. I read it from their scholars, and I study very carefully, and I treat it respectfully to look at, I, I approach it as a theologian would, and to get to the bottom of it. And folks, the fact is, when it all is analyzed and it comes to the surface, you can't help but be left with the conclusion that it's not of God. You know what, folks? There were people who supported Hitler, who, who tried to defend Hitler, uh, even, even through the war. Americans, why, why are we fighting Hitler? He's not attacked us. Some people are just foolish in their worldview. But we better wake up. If we don't, we'll be suffering for that. Well, thank you, folks, for tuning in today. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow.